the Son, therefore, shall make you free. Ye shall be free indeed. We'd like to welcome you to our current event and weekly Bible study for October 24th, 2010. And just kind of a brief rundown of our table of contents. Uh, we're going to be looking at, first First topic will be, is uh, First Lady Michelle Obama practicing witchcraft, essentially in the Oval Office, uh, or in the White House. And next topic will be, uh, we're going to be looking at a report from Cutting Edge regarding uh, the government assassination policy regarding assassinating anyone they choose at any time at this point. Uh, that was just a new one that just came out this week. Then we're going to be looking at kind of an extensive report at, it's entitled The Chipping of America, people being secretly implanted with RFID chips when they go to their doctors. This is mind-blowing, and it's very well documented. In fact, the man's actually won a court case regarding this, and that's what the whole report is about. Um, so we're going to be looking at that. Uh, some other current events. We're going to be looking at that Beyond Disgusting 1010 Climate Change commercial that they've actually removed, where they were blowing people up in the actual commercial. Um, we're going to be looking at that a little bit. And then we're going to be looking at this website called Snap Scouts, which basically it's uh, the making of little traitors is what I entitled it. Uh, Win Cool Stuff by Spying on Your Mom. It's a website devoted to being a, becoming a little traitor and a narc, and you're turning your family into law enforcement. And uh, it, literally, I'm not making this stuff up. It's it's <laughs> it's beyond unbelievable. Uh, then we're going to be looking at quite a few different testimonies, feedback, questions, and requests that I've received eh, probably the last couple weeks. And uh, segueing then is into some proactive. Uh, biblical actions that you can take in dealing with, well, sin, demons, evil entities, uh, things that you can do at your house uh, regarding proactive ways that you can protect yourself and your family. And we're going to be going through a whole list of those, including fasting, which will be the last one that we'll be looking at. I've got a lot of requests on that one. It's not going to be an in-depth look at every aspect of fasting, but we're going to hit some of the, the high points and uh, emphasize why that's so important. And then the last thing we're going to be looking at is uh, entitled Recent Barbaric Experiments in Medicine. We're going to be looking at a lot of the different ways that not only in times past that they've experimented on the American populace, but the ways they're currently doing it that people take totally for granted and they don't think that they're being experimented upon, but in reality they are. And also many proactive health tips I'm going to throw in there regarding different ways that they're trying to essentially destroy humanity. Uh, because, let's face it, New World Order, uh, First Commandment, is reduce a world population of 500 million, according to the Georgia Guidestones. And uh, in order to do that, they're going to have to kill a lot of people. The devil comes to steal, kill, and destroy, so it really should be as no surprise that that's going on right now. So let's go ahead and we'll get into the first topic here. And as usual, we're going to try to interspace a lot of Bible in with this along the way. I uh, also want to thank... Um, 
those that are, you know, anybody praying for the ministry and for for uh, Taylor and myself and uh, uh, the people that have donated that I can't, it, it, particularly if you send a donation, it's very hard for me to respond by mail anymore. I'm just, just there's just almost no way. Uh, I'm, I can barely keep up with all the emails as it is, plus get up a, like for instance this week, it's a 27-page teaching uh, PDF format. I have to go in there and edit format. I try to put my links in, and that's another thing, the links to different teachings that pertain to a given subject. Uh, right now, I'm the links that I'm putting up are mostly connected to YouTube because a pretty large portion of the ContendingForTruth.com site that was dependent on another site, some of it's working, some of it's not. It's kind of a dice shoot, and I, partly probably because we've overloaded the servers because we've gotten so many downloads, but it's somewhat of a mess right now. The newer teachings, there's no problem. The older teachings, um, <clears throat> you can go up there and it won't, there are certain links that will not play. Uh, but you can almost always find them up on YouTube and we are working on the problem, but the problem is is finding the time to, to work on it in addition to the ministry. That's the problem. So, um, but we're, um, I believe we're going to get that situation uh, handled, hopefully within the next month, uh, where we get all the links up and uh, they're all working right. So I apologize. It's just, it's not one thing, it's another. It's it's how the devil's been at this ministry pretty much from its inception, particularly in the last, I'd say, eight months since everything started to go down at Sermon Audio and then segueing over to this site. So, um, you know, it's almost something that shouldn't really su- surprise any of us uh, in our own personal lives and f- with ministries that we might have to people, you know, devil's going to try to attack you. And um, you just keep fighting, you know, through the Lord Jesus Christ. You just keep fighting. Just don't give up. So the first article we're looking at here is entitled, Is the First Lady Michelle Obama Practicing Wicca? This is actually from a secular source. Now, I, I, I'm assuming because the... Uh, of the website address, CanadaFreePress.com. But um, this is from October 14, 2010. And it starts out by saying, Michelle Obama sounded very much like her husband's good friend, Oprah Winfrey, when she spoke of, quote, keeping the spirits clean around us, end of quote, on the Tom Joyner morning show yesterday. She goes on to then be quoted as saying, it means all the world to us to know that there are prayer circles out there and people who are keeping the spirits clean around us. It is practitioners of Wicca, Wicca being, I guess you'd kind of call it entry-level witchcraft. White, it's called white witchcraft because supposedly they do good magic. The word Wicca actually means twist or bent. So, you know, it's like twisted. It's twisted good white witchcraft, but it's, you know... Anyway, they try to put this nice veneer on it. And then you have, then you can go into gray and then into black. And typically, if somebody's a Wicca practitioner, they'll wear a pentagram, which is a five-pointed star encased in a circle. You'll typically see it in like a silver medallion. And the top of the star will be pointing up. Whereas somebody that's participating in a black witchcraft, you'll see a pentagram same way, but the actual top will be pointing down. And that's more symbolic of black witchcraft and 
also called the Goat of Mendez, or Baphomet. You're getting more into overt evil there. Uh, but that's how the devil always usually works. He'll start you off real nice, and typically, not, not with everybody, obviously, but he'll start you off one place, like particularly entry-level stuff for, for children, Harry Potter, stuff like that, and then he'll get you into the darker and darker stuff in order to either gain more power, or as you become more of a slave to Satan, he will require more and more and more of you. He's a very cruel taskmaster. And they, they get in and they believe that they can't get out a lot of times. Some of it is that they, not that they don't want to get out, is that they've actually literally signed a contract in their own blood. And I mean that literally. In fact, even Chick, Chick Track has a uh, track on that called The Contract that you can go up on chick.com and look at. These things really do take place. And they believe they can't get out of the contract. And that whole track's about how you actually can get out of the contract through the Lord Jesus Christ, his shed blood, his death, burial, and resurrection um, through the saving of our souls through him. <clears throat> but Satan would lie to you and have you believe the other way. So um, you can go, you can look at all those tracks online at chick.com. Doesn't mean I... I've had people say things about Chick, and it doesn't mean that I agree with every single tiny aspect of that particular ministry. As well, no ministries are ever going to um, agree on every point. It's just not going to happen. And yes, most of the ministries I refer to are 501c3 corporate entities, because I got I had a listener really come after me on that. And I said, what, is my, what are my choices here? I mean, okay, the secular, they're all corporate media. And then you've got the, the um, other ministries out there. 99.9% .9 of them are corporate in some way, shape, or form, 501c3. Um, <clears throat> I'm gleaning from these ministries. I'm trying to, to uh, obviously, I don't have any mantle like they have if they have like a 501c3 corporate status or things of this nature. Um, but there's just no way it's possible to fully invent, or not invent, but to try to discover all of this information without being dependent on other sites out there that you can glean from. And what we're trying to do with this ministry is glean from these sources and then put it in a coherent form, like in a PDF every week that you can go and access on contendingfortruth.com. It's like one-stop shopping. You can go up there. It's all there. Hopefully, you know, the Bible verses I put in there to actually confirm things. And then also my teaching links that are up there. So, we're living in an imperfect world. Everything can't be totally perfect. And, um, anyway, let's go further. So, we've got Michelle Obama being, um, saying some strange stuff. Goes on to say then, it is the practitioners of Wicca who ask to, quote, keep the spirits clean around us to the goddess. Instructions on how to cleanse your spirit, according to Ehow, which is, I guess, a website, uh, instructs its followers to, quote, visualize the white light of the goddess falling upon you, and to softly say, I release that which attempts to hold me back, in the name of the goddess. Allow the love of the goddess to fill you, protect you, and cleanse you. Yeah, I, I think one of the, <laughs> the, they'll even go so far as, you know how we would say God bless, they'll say goddess bless. Yeah, I've heard that one many, many a time. Um, or they'll another thing that they'll do when they leave one another is they'll say, blessed be, which is not a Christian term. 
Okay, you see that you'll see that on usually low level witches. You'll see if they're like not at the high level because high level witches you'll never know. High level people up in the Illuminati they they go out of their way not to look like witches because they want to be kind of like um, well the father of the devil and they want to kind of slink around in secret and they don't want to know any anyone to really know their agenda or people on the surface to know. So those are the people you don't know. If you see somebody going down the road with like a pentagram bumper sticker and a blessed bee bumper sticker, you typically know that they're probably like Wicca, uh, some kind of low-level uh, witch, even though it seems more, way more obvious, you know. Uh, but anyway, just wanted to kind of throw that in there. Okay, so this goes on to say, while Michelle urges people to pray for Barack, many are already praying to the Almighty God for protection from Obama, <laughs> given his obsession to destroy the country, he was elected to serve. Well, again, too, he's a puppet on a string. His Illuminati handlers, which are ultimately subject to Satan, because remember, we battle not against flesh and blood, but against princes and principalities and rulers of wickedness. And, and Okay, so these are the things we're actually battling through wicked leaders, particularly at the higher levels, you know, like Barack Obama and, you know, the Illuminati, the Rothschilds, the Rockefellers. These are the ones that actually control the politicians. But who's in control of them? You know, you go right up the food chain, fallen angels to Satan. So it's, it's important to always keep that in mind here. <clears throat> Nor, uh, then this goes on to say, Nor should anyone be shocked that the First Lady is speaking about, quote, keeping the spirits clean around us rather than praying for God's guidance. Obama's mother-in-law is openly practicing Santeria in the White House. Now, you've probably seen this story. I threw this in. Um, 72-year-old Marion Robinson, who lives in the White House and looks after Obama's children, began practicing Afro-Hispanic witchcraft in the late 1980s to help her ailing husband, who was crippled with multiple sclerosis. Robinson took, took him to ceremonies where they did spells and trances. Now, this is... She's admitting this, okay? This is a quote from her, Obama, Michelle Obama's mom. She took her husband to ceremonies where they did spells and trances and sacrificed animals and chickens and goats. Yeah, that's what they do. I mean, when you get into Santeria or voodoo or these types of things, that's what they do. A lot of, a lot of um, religions at those levels will do that. The friend says Robinson is now afraid of, for her own health and recently invited an old friend whom she practiced Santeria with to the White House. Now, it goes on to say that o Michelle was upset and Obama was upset and all these other, Well, of course they're going to have to put on the veneer that they're upset about this or that when they themselves are, are high-level practitioners. You cannot get to the level that they're at in the White House or it, I believe even those levels in politics at this point, without being sold out to Satan. I believe it's possible. Things do not happen by chance at that level. I'm not saying the Lord Jesus Christ can't intervene. But in order to get to those levels, they typically have so much on you, as far as if you were to ever think about getting out of line, they could take you down you know, overnight or put a bullet in your head very easily. They're, they're handlers. Okay, And not only that, they also have to be of the right bloodline in order to ever be there. You know that Obama's actually related to Dick Cheney? I've seen the bloodline chart. Man, I mean, they've openly admitted it in the public. 
everyone at that level, going all the way back to virtually our first president, they had to be of the right bloodline as well. Bloodlines are incredibly important to the Illuminati, okay, to the 13 families that essentially control the earth. Now I know there's a lot of conjecture. Uh, okay, the Zionists are the ones that run everything. Well, a lot of the Zionists are the Illuminati, okay? Rothschilds are of a Zionist bloodline. But as Jesus would refer to them, they are of their father, the devil. They are of the synagogue of Satan. They call themselves Jews, okay? But they are actually of the synagogue of Satan. Uh, the Bible refers to that. Um, so this, these are the type of people. And then you have a lot of people say, oh, no, it's all the Catholic Church. Okay, I, I'm not doubting that the Catholic Church doesn't play a gigantic part in everything as well. But the whole thing is, is again, what I always go back to is, let's look at the top of the food chain. Satan, fallen angels, devils, demons, the people that they work through, and it's one big satanic effort, okay, with Satan being at, literally at the top of the pyramid. So I don't have a tendency to want to just focus on any one tiny group to the exclusion of all the other ones that are really equally as evil, maybe not in as much of power. Okay, but and again, I like to try to get the big picture. So, anyway, that was, I just wanted to add that as well. So, let's go further here. The First Lady and her husband are part of the, quote, May the Force Be With You crowd. Now, remember, May the Force Be With You, Star Wars is where that all started. Okay, George Lucas was the guy that created Star Wars. Star Wars were an incredible, um, again, that's the whole classic good witchcraft versus bad witchcraft show. You have the Jedi Knight, you know, Luke Skywalker, and Obi-Wan Kenobi, again, you know, Yoda, my favorite character, actually. Do you realize if you turn, um, they, I saw this one time, like if you turn Yoda's head, Upside down, it looks exactly like the goat of Mendez on the uh, Baphomet that I just mentioned. It looks exactly like... In fact, I even got an attachment on that. But, um, yeah, if you got any Yoda-stuffed animals in your house, I would definitely burn those bad boys. Yeah, get rid of those. Anyway, um, so the whole Star Wars thing was like the, um, the quintessential essence of brainwashing regarding good witchcraft versus bad witchcraft. You know, up until that point, it was the biggest movie and movie series that had ever been produced, probably spent more money producing it. And, you know, you've got, they're openly practicing witchcraft, essentially, but it's good witchcraft, it's white. So there's the, there's the good force and then there's the dark side. And Darth Vader once had been on the good side and then went over to the dark side. So... Um, it was satanic brainwashing. It's just like what you have with Harry Potter. Oh, we're using magic to do good. We're going against the evil Voldemort, whatever they do. You know, and even now they've got vampire shows where there's good vampires and there's bad. And, you know, there's ones that really don't want to drink your blood. But, you know, hey, they go to a blood bank twice a week and kind of do it that way and, and stuff like that. I mean, I'm, I'm not lying. They really do. They, they actually, I've seen some clips of, from shows where these vampires, they don't actually tap into the jugglers of humans, they actually go to blood banks and kind of do it that way. They have a little buffet there for them. Anyway, um, so yeah, they, they've got all kind of garbage that they're trying to shove down our throat. The bottom line is it's all wicked, it's all pure evil. And they're trying to indoctrinate you into thinking that there's a form of witchcraft that is good. Okay, Oprah Winfrey, you know, same deal. 
which we just mentioned here, and I've done several teachings on Oprah. Uh, and again, I've said this, I did a whole teaching, and I believe it was entitled something like Witchcraft, the, the Coming and the Emerging One World Religion. The essence of the coming one world religion is going to be witchcraft. And I, you can prove that in the Bible. I mean, all you have to do is look at what is the main way that we are going to be deceived, that, that humanity in general, not we mean the born-again Christians, but humanity in general is going to be deceived. Well, the main way the Bible lays out is through the lying signs and wonders and miracles of the false prophet and the Antichrist. Okay? Well, what is that? What, how are they deriving that? Is that some little parlor trick? No, it's pure witchcraft. They're going to be able to call fire down from heaven and do all these amazing things and make the image of the beast come to life and everybody's going to have to bow down and worship it or get your head chopped off, this type of thing. It's all going to be the highest level witchcraft you could possibly ever imagine. So we better learn to kind of get a concept of this now. I mean, unless the Lord takes you out tomorrow, you know, because you're going to have to deal with it at some point. And we are equipped as born-again Christians to deal with witchcraft if we have the faith to believe that we can deal with it. Shouldn't intimidate us. Greater is he that is in us than he that is in the world. I can do all things through Christ, which is in me. Uh, you could go on and on and on. The weapons of our warfare are not carnal, but mighty through the pulling down of strongholds. Uh, you, you, again, putting on the full armor of God, and then it says, above all, taking up the shield of faith wherewith you'll be able to quench all the fiery darts of the wicked. Well, fiery darts of the wicked would imply witchcraft being done against you in a certain level. It's, it's pure evil. So, we are equipped, more than equipped, as born-again Christians to deal with this, but we have to have the faith to believe that we can do that. And um, faith cometh by hearing, and hearing by the word of God. I also, I'm going to give you a whole bunch of tenets about midway through this PDF that will kind of drive that home on some proactive ways we can actually um, deal with evil entities, demons, devils, these types of things. From a spiritual standpoint, try to keep it focused on the Bible. I, mean, I don't want to start interjecting a lot of my personal opinion. I just want to keep it on, what does the Bible say? How do we do this? And it's, it's pretty straightforward. So we're going to get to that quite a bit later. But let's go further. Uh, okay, okay, so the first lady and her husband are part of the May the Force Be With You crowd. This goes on to say, untouchable because it comes clothed, clothed in the raiment, like the clothing, the raiment bestowed by its creator, George Lucas, director of Star Wars. In truth, it is the false god known as the New Age, and nobody has taken it to a higher level or height than Oprah Winfrey. It was the House Speaker, Nancy Pelosi, who presented the Lincoln Medal to George Lucas at the reopening of Ford's Theater, saying that, quote, he, meaning Lucas, is my consultant. This is the consultant to uh, Nancy Pelosi, and he is my friend. And look at what this friendship with Pelosi did for Lucas. Having already worked with former Soviet leader Mikhail Gorbachev to turn the Presidio from a historic major military base to a grand central uh, station for the politically correct. Uh, Gorbachev has a has a uh, has his headquarters at the Presidio. At least he did. I'm not 100 percent sure if he's there still right now, but I believe he is. And uh, you know, Mikhail Gorbachev, leader of the Soviet nation, he's we've got a place for him there. Um, 
it's also where Michael Aquino, director or leader of the Temple of Set, Michael Aquino came out of the First Church of Satan that Anton Zanzador LaVey started in 1966, May 1st, which is Beltane, very, very high satanic holiday where they sacrifice people. Anyway, he started the First Church of Satan on that date, and Michael Aquino was part of that church, and he came out of it, I think he wanted to go to more of a dark, more overtly dark church. Michael Aquino is actually a general in the army of our military, I believe it's the army. He was a colonel, and then he got promoted to general. And he's get, been implicated in all kind of things of, uh, of um, sadistically abusing children and torture and stuff like this. I mean, these guys go out of their way to make themselves look, you know, like, unbelievably creepily evil. I don't know if you've ever seen pictures of Aquino or uh, Anton LaFay. He died. Um, but his son, and I believe his daughter, is carrying on the first church of Satan at this point. Anyway, and I reported on that a couple weeks ago. Joe Rogan was at the, the, uh, the uh, I don't know if he's best man at uh, the, the wedding for um, Anton Sanzador LaVey's son. Anyway, we, we gave you a picture of that in the PDF. But yeah, stay away from Joe Rogan. He is extremely evil, extremely evil. Guy. So anyway, there, there's just a lot of tie-ins here, I guess is the point I'm trying to make. There's a lot of tie-ins in Hollywood. Um, there were a lot of famous people that were in the first church of Satan. Uh, I believe James, Gene Mansfield and uh, Sammy Davis Jr. And a lot of overt people in Hollywood were part of that. And at the Presidio, you've got a lot of extremely evil, evil stuff going on. And... Uh, you know, now we have Lucas here. George Lucas has a place there as well. Mikhail Gorbachev, Michael Aquino, Temple of Set, and now George Lucas. Okay, thanks to uh, evidently to Nancy Pelosi and whoever else she was working with. So anyway, he's got an actual three hundred fifty million dollar headquarters at the Presidio now. So. Sorry, I kind of, you know, I'm going off on tangents here, I know, but I, I just kind of want to let you know that these people are all tied together. It's one big satanic family that's trying to implement the New World Order. This goes on to say, before Lucas even stepped foot in the Presidio Never Never Land, that's what they refer to it, some 1,300 to 1,500 film employees were already housed at the new complex in the fall of 2005. I, I wasn't aware of this. Uh, the self-styled mission of the Lucasfilm headquarters. Now listen, this is important. The self-styled mission of these Lucasfilm headquarters was to build a unified, earth-friendly, global civilization based on new universal beliefs and values. Sounds like implementing the New World Order to me. Who better to do it than the guy that came out with the Star Wars films? They're to build an earth-friendly global civilization based on new universal beliefs and values? The Bible says to seek ye the old paths wherein is wisdom. These new universal beliefs and values is going to be basically bowing down and worshipping the beast. That's where it's going to all end up. That's where it's all going to end up. Receiving a right hand and your a mark in your right hand or your forehead. That's where it's all ultimately going to going to go. 
So it's just pure a pure satanic agenda, and they're openly, essentially, you know, admitting to this. When Michelle Obama urges prayer circles to quote keep the spirits clean around us, it is a self-serving prayer. That's because Barack and Michelle Obama consider themselves to be the force. I'm not sure, 100 percent sure whether they consider themselves that, but I'm sure that they consider themselves part of this, part of this agenda. But again, they could be removed in a heartbeat by their handlers. Um, let's look at some verses that kind of relate to this. Daniel 11:36 says, regard, regarding the um, Antichrist, which I'm not saying Barack Obama is the Antichrist, okay? Um, but he's coming in the spirit of Antichrist. Put it that way. There's a lot of people coming in the spirit of Antichrist. Remember, Jesus Christ said, in the last days there will be many Antichrists small a, but there will only be one Antichrist, capital A. I mean, there's only one, you know, real deal Antichrist. Okay, but there's many Antichrists. I believe Barack Obama is just one of the many. One of the more the higher level, obviously, but one of the many. Um, Daniel 11.36 says, And the king shall do according to his will. And this is, I believe this is regarding the Antichrist here. Uh, again, you could debate verses a lot, but it seems obvious. And then it goes on to say, And he shall exalt himself and magnify himself above every god. Now, I understand there's, there's, uh, they're saying, um, a lot of people could say, Oh no, this was fulfilled with Antiochus Epiphanes and these types of things. I'm not saying that there's not been types or people that could actually fulfill things, but I believe this will also be true of the Antichrist himself as well. He will magnify himself above every god and shall speak marvelous things against the god of gods. Now that's pronounced capital G, God of gods. Okay, so we're dealing with the God of the Bible there. He's going to magnify himself and speak marvelous things against the God of gods and shall prosper till the indignation be accomplished. For that is determined shall be done. See, God's going to let him, the devil get away with this for a while. And it's, and it's like the Bible says, it's almost like they're treasuring up God's wrath. It's like some people store up gold and silver or, or food supplies. It's like the Antichrist will literally be treasuring up, storing up God's wrath until he's finally destroyed when Jesus Christ comes back, you know. So that's, that's essentially what's happening there. And then it goes on in verse uh, Daniel 11.38, it says, but in his estate, meaning in his office, in the, in the office that he's going to fill, in his estate, he shall honor the God of forces, what did we just say here? What were we just talking about? Let the force be with you. Do you realize that's a lot, an expression a lot of witches use? A lot of times when they, you know how I said that they will say, blessed be? They'll also say, may the force be with you. And it's not because they're, they're um, Star Wars fans. Of course, they probably are Star Wars fans. But um, that expression is actually a witchcraft uh, expression, may the force be with you. It's funny, in Daniel 11.38 says, but in his estate, or in his office, he shall honor the God of forces. So I kind of thought that was interesting, that, that they said that. Now here's a quote from Albert Pike, from the Bible, essentially, I guess you call it the Bible, of Freemasonry. Uh, and I don't mean that in a derogatory way, I mean it's like, it is like their Bible. 
for the Freemason, even though most low, lower level Masons don't even know about the book. But the higher ones at the higher levels will know about morals and dogma. Albert Pike being the highest ranking Confederate war general um, of the uh, 1800s. He was the guy that started the Ku Klux Klan. Um, he was the guy that is responsible for resurrecting, they, they say resurrecting modern day Freemasonry in the 1800s because it had taken, it had been exposed to a certain extent and um, really, really taken a hit, almost, almost had to go underground. Albert Pike's the man that's credited for kind of kick-starting it again. Uh, he's the only Confederate war general that has an actual statue of him with inside the D.C., Washington, D.C. city limits. Kind of weird to have a Confederate war general in the Washington, D.C. city limits, but he does. Uh, if you've ever seen any pictures of him, he's a handsome devil. Uh, he's a pretty scary dude. Not a guy you'd want to meet in an alley in a dark night. Um, pretty scary guy. Uh, and uh, he um, he's the guy that wrote Morals and Dogma. Which, which of, there are two versions, an exoteric and an esoteric. And the esoteric is the one that's very, very hard to find. Now, I don't advise you get these books, okay? I don't advise you get them and bring them in your house. Uh, bad stuff can happen if you bring a highly satanically charged or cursed object into your house. And I was watching a minister the other day, and he had one of these. Oh, and I just about came unglued, because he's got one of them, and he has it in his possession. And, uh, I had a pastor that, um, and he was exposing the Freemasons, but he had it in his book collection. And, I mean, they've all got the exoteric, most of them. Esoteric's extremely hard to find. But you don't want to bring cursed objects in your house. I mean, in Acts, it even says that they brought, one of the, the first things they did after they got saved is they brought all their books of curious arts, their witchcraft manuals together, and they burned them. And then it said, like, the price of them was so many thousands of pieces of silver. It was a lot of money. But that was the first thing they did is burn them. They don't, you don't get saved and then go out and buy this stuff and bring it into your house, okay, for the sake of, quote, studying it. Now, if you can find some quotes and stuff like that up on the internet where you're reading stuff, that's one thing. But I think it's another thing to actually go out and buy this stuff and bring it into your house. Uh, it's a highly cursed object. Be very careful about doing stuff like that. Anyway, Albert Pike wrote Morals and Dogma. And on page 102, he says... The true name of Satan, the Kabbalists say, now Kabbalah meaning the highest level of, um, highest level of, I would say, Zionistic Jewish witchcraft, the Kabbalah, okay? And I've done many, many studies on that. But the true name of Satan, the Kabbalists say, is Yahweh, which they're saying is God reversed. Now, I have done a whole study on the sacred name issue that you might want to reference, and I do give you a link here um, that you can click on. It's through YouTube. You've got to be real careful with these names that everybody's using. Uh, it's not what you think. You just don't want to blindly believe something that someone tells you. And this whole issue of what they call the Tetragrammaton, which relates to this word Yahweh, you want to really take another look at that if that's what you're calling God. Okay? He says it flat out right here. The true name of Satan, the Kabbalists say, is Yahweh, or God reversed. For Satan is not a black god, 
but a negation of God. See, Satanists would fancy and like to believe that Satan has actually negated God, that God isn't even a factor anymore. I mean, if that was the case, then there's not even, you know, we they've already won. Well, it's a lie from the pit of hell, but that's the case. And then he goes on to say, for initiates, this is not a person, but a force. Isn't that interesting? He says, it's not a person, but again, we have a force. And that the Antichrist is going to worship the God of forces. And then we have, may the force be with you. So, some interesting stuff here. I give you the link to that teaching. And if you want the PDF, which you really have to have the PDF in conjunction with the teaching, and you're not going to be able to get the PDF online, not on YouTube, you're going to have to email me. And um, my email address is at contendingfortruth.com. And you can you can go up there and click on it and email me. It's it's in the right side. There's, that's my contact information. I also give it at the end of part one. I, I, I'm I try to we have like a little recording we do at the end of part one so we can give all that and not have to repeat it all the time during the studies. So anyway, um, and this is part one. So anyway, I would highly suggest you check that out because. <laughs> You will not believe how obsessed certain aspects of the Kabbalah and witchcraft are obsessed with this whole um, thing that we get into with Yahweh in particular. I'm not really talking Yeshua, I'm talking Yahweh, that word, and the Tetragrammaton, which is supposedly like the, the, the real name, the four-letter Hebrew name for God. But you want to get all aspects of that and look at that um, because again, this is how we get destroyed for lack of knowledge. Going further, it says Daniel eight twenty five says, and through his policy, also he shall cause craft to prosper in his hand. And I do believe this is in reference to witchcraft. It's not in reference to arts and crafts. I can tell you that. Okay, it's well known in witchcraft. It's called the craft. Okay, there's a whole witchcraft grimoire manual. It's called the craft. There was a movie Hollywood released not too long ago called The Craft, about four witches, okay, in, in that type of thing. And the one girl in that show, uh, she's got a real weird name. She's, oh, she's the one that's super, super evil. I'm not saying go watch the show, but she is a witch. She's got an occult bookstore that she opened up, I believe she said after she did the movie. And they're probably all into it, but... That movie right there, The Craft, was an incredible recruiting tool for young women into witchcraft. Because it showed, it did show the negative aspects at the end, somewhat. But it only showed it when you went over to the dark side, and you really did the dark side. If you were using it for good, and it showed how the good witchcraft could battle the the black and, and kind of defeat it. You know, but so it was a tremendous witchcraft recruiting tool. Not only that, you've got all these other shows, Charmed, and these myriad of other shows that Hollywood has released, glorifying witchcraft on essentially every level. So, and through his policy, also she, he shall cause craft to prosper in his hand, and he shall magnify himself in his heart. And again, it keeps saying this over and over in a lot of these. Verses that he's going to magnify himself, that he's going to speak against the god gods, and you know he's he's not going to have uh, 
you know, ego is not going to be a problem for this guy. You know, you know, he's not going to have, he's going to have a real problem with humility. But, um, yeah, he's going to be super, super proud and lifted up, just like Satan is, you know. And then it goes on to say, by peace shall destroy many. Now, most likely when he first makes his emergence, he's going to come as a man of peace. That's how he's going to get everybody hook, line, and sinker, believing that he's the, he's the man to lead the world into the new world order, into the age of Aquarius. That's how he's going to come. This veneer of peace. It's, it's a lie, but that's how he's going to come. And then it goes on to say, he shall stand up against the prince of princes. And that, again, like we said before, it was said God of gods. First, God is capitalized. This one, first, prince is capitalized. Well, we have the prince of peace, the Lord Jesus Christ, the alpha, the omega, the first and the last. Okay? He's going to stand up against Jesus Christ, is what it's saying. And then it goes on to say, but he shall be broken without hand. So, he's going down. Going down, it's just a matter of time. So, uh, I give you the links there then to my teaching on the New Age Church of Oprah, and then another one entitled Oprah Winfrey Boldly Leading Humanity to the New Age Antichrist, and then another one I did on, that one I mentioned that I did on witchcraft and the emerging one world religion. So... Let's go on and let's go to the next article here. This is from Cutting Edge. It's entitled, The Liberals Have Made Government Assassination Official U.S. Policy. Let's go further. This is from Global Research. The New York Times defends assassinations. The right of U.S. government to assassinate anyone it pleases. This just came out on October 18th. In its main editorial on Sunday, the New York Times, now this is about as mainstream as you could get, the major voice of what passes for liberalism in America, openly defends the right of the U.S. government to assassinate anyone it pleases. Anyone it pleases. The New York Times. The only restriction the Times suggests is that the President should be required to have his selection of murder victims rubber-stamped by a secret court like the one that now approves 99.99% of all electronic eavesdropping requests. And that's evidently a quote from it. Now, I knew when they came out with this stuff about how they could kill these terrorist people, particularly Muslims, that they could do whatever, they could kidnap them, detain them, and do whatever. I knew it was only a matter of time before this, they were going to come out with something like this. Going, going further, it says, this setup is so typical of an absolute dictatorship. This is from Cutting Edge. The dictator kills whom he chooses after a, quote, court totally under his control automatically approves the killing. Cutting Edge has been warning immediately after the attacks of 9-11 that the real target of the Illuminati was the average American citizen whom they considered a, quote, dissident, not those dastardly Muslims officially blamed for 9-11. You know the list, which would be fundamental Christians, gun owners, and persons who believe the Constitution or anyone who tries to limit the government's actions or wants to limit the government's actions. We are the ones who are the real targets, and we have been since 9-11. Actually, even before that, but they made it really official after 9-11. But as I stated above, all this started with President Bush. For confirmation of this sad reality, we ask you that you take a few moments to read two of our archived headline news stories, uh, and I give you the links here. One of, one of them is entitled, The Bitter Fruits of Bush's War on Terrorism, Proposed Loss to Personal and Constitutional Freedoms. Now these links, you will be able to find these links in the PDF 
associated with the 102410 teaching on contendingfortruth.com. But in order to access these types of links from Cutting Edge, they do have a free newsletter. But if you want to um, access all their links, it's like a subscription fee of like $25 a year. Which, you know, I believe it's well worth it. They, there's some really good information. Again, I don't agree with every single thing about that they would believe in their ministry. I understand that, as they wouldn't agree with me. So, just please understand, there's no way we're all going to agree on everything at this point. Uh, the only time we're ever going to actually agree, all agree on everything is when we're all up in heaven and we all know the full truth. The Bible says we see through a glass, but darkly, but then face to face. So none of us have it all figured out, including myself. Okay, so let's go further here. Predictably, the Bush administration experts are proposing new laws and police regulatory rules in the guise of fighting terrorism that might just take away too many of our uh, precious liberties. That's from that um, particular report we just talked about. And then there's also, they give a link to this Protocols of Zion that Doc Marquis just came out with a video on. I'll give you that link if you want to look at that further. And then the next story they're saying that they would that would be good to read would be, it's entitled, Bush Ashcroft arguing to the Ninth Circuit Court that their government can torture and summarily summarily execute prisoners without the courts having any jurisdiction whatsoever. So those are the titles, and I give you the links there. As you can realize, this plan to eliminate the rights and then the life of whichever citizen the government chooses is an Illuminati plan as evidenced by the fact that both a conservative Republican president and a liberal Democrat president have now embraced the brave new world order. So, unfortunately, that's the day and times we're moving into here. And I wish it weren't so. But again, this is why we need to have our house built on the solid rock of Jesus Christ. And... Um, when the wind and the waves and all these things come, we're not going to be moved. And they overcame him through the blood of the Lamb and the word of their testimony, and they loved their lives not under the death. That's how we overcome Satan and his army. Okay, So, I'm going to go ahead and go to part two now, because this next one is probably want to just keep it by itself here. So, God bless you. We'll see you for part two. If you would like to sign up for Scott Johnson's free Christian current events and health newsletters, please email him at drjohnson at ix.netcom.com. That's drjohnson at the letter i, the letter x, dot n-e-t-c-o-m dot com with the word subscribe in the subject line. Scott Johnson's weekly audios are available for free 24-7 on the internet at contendingfortruth.com. That's C-O-N-T-E-N-D-I-N-G-F-O-R-T-R-U-T-H dot com. Please help us continue this work. To support this ministry, our mailing address is Scott Johnson, 2nd Line, 450 Conover, C-O-N-O-V-E-R, Boulevard West, number 202, 3rd Line, Conover, North Carolina, 28613 or on the internet paypal can be used at contendingfortruth.com thank you and may the lord jesus christ richly bless you